Hey guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report, the first podcast to bring you the local fishing report for Alabama's lakes and rivers, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. Are you frustrated by your typical hunting and fishing magazines? Are you tired of reading content meant for guys up north or in the Midwest? Don't get left behind following the guidance of guys who don't hunt and fish in your home state. Pick up a Great Days Outdoors Magazine subscription and become a better Southern outdoorsman. Great Days Outdoors Magazine can be found at your local Barnes & Nobles, Books A Million, Tractor Supply Company, Rule King, Bass Pro Shops, or you can save and buy online at greatdaysoutdoors.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Texas Hunter. Since 1954, Texas Hunter Products has produced the best engineered and finest quality feeders and hunting blinds in the industry. The Texas Hunter brand has become synonymous with quality and durability. By sticking to premier standards, the company delivers tough, long-lasting products that meet the real-life needs of anglers and hunters across America. Their fish feeders, deer feeders, hunting blinds, and outdoor accessories are among the highest rated in the industry. You can trust that your purchase from Texas Hunter Products will meet your needs for generations to come. To learn more, visit TexasHunter.com. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fisher Report. I'm your host, Brian Sin, and Happy New Year's, everyone. 2023 is here. 2022 is in the rearview mirror. If you had a if you had a bad 22, guess what? It's a new year. You get to start over, do things a different way. And man, I just hope that all you guys are blessed in 2023 and uh and healthy and and it's a good year for everybody so happy new years we're we're back i know the last few weeks we've had some special reports we haven't really had our normal alabama freshwater fishing report but i'm excited to get this new year started and get things kicked back off into to what we're used to doing on the show and and uh talking about fishing and we'll be doing that uh on several of our episodes or segments today but First, I'm I'm fired up about this. We've needed this in Alabama for a long time. You know, Alabama has always done a a great job with our our hunting expos, our deer expos, but we have not done a good job with our fishing expos, which is crazy because we got more fishing than just about any other state. So I'm excited to to have our first guest on today, Miss Sheila Bunch. Sheila, how are you? I am wonderful, and I am so excited to be bringing the uh, Alabama Fishing Show to Gaston, Alabama. There you go. The Alabama Fishing Show is coming to Gaston, Alabama. Could I mean, what a great place for the show, for the first one that you guys are doing. I mean, excellent spot. Not far from Birmingham, not far from Gunnersville. I mean, there's some great fishing in the area and a heck of a lot of fishermen in that area. Well, you know, that's exactly, I mean, over the last couple of years, I've done some research. I mean, uh, we do the East Tennessee Fishing Show in Knoxville, which is a huge success. And it has been for several, several years. And, but a couple of years ago, I wanted to bring the East Tennessee Fishing Show to Alabama. So I did my research and I looked at the lakes and then I found out that you guys don't even have a fishing show. And the thing about a fishing show is you can purchase anything that has to do with any type of fishing at an expo. Yep. And so that is my go. 
actually it was the East Tennessee Fishing Show, but now we changed it to the Alabama Fishing Show and Expo because I know it's going to be absolutely fabulous. Yeah, it's going to be successful. There's no doubt about it. I'm looking forward to coming up and going myself, you know, and you're right. Like, like I said, kind of in my intro there, you know, we've got some great, great hunting expos here, but the only fishing expo that I've ever even gone to I had to go all the way to Orlando to, to ICAST, and, uh, which is a great show. And it's, it's oh, it is. huge, but God, to be able to go to one just an hour or two hours from, from wherever you live in Alabama, that's going to be pretty special. Oh, it is. I mean, we've got in the expo this year that's already going to be in Alabama. We have uh, Duckett Marine, Bucks Island. We've got... We've got vendors from all over that supply us with fishing products that some of them you can't even see in any major stores. They some of them are custom made. We've got rods and reels, and I mean, you name it, we've got it. What's the date? Let's let's start off there. When is this? When is the expo? When do we need to put this on our calendar? It is the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth of March. You know what? That's my birthday, the 12th. I mean, this could be a great way for my wife to get me a birthday present, right? Hey, do you know that actually that actually happens? I mean, it really does. Do you know that at these Tennessee Fishing Show, I've had people spend their honeymoon, their birthdays, and everything else at the East Tennessee Fishing Show, but we're moving to Alabama, and I have faith that we are going to be selling tickets for people's uh, birthdays and honeymoons and yeah. anniversaries and all that stuff. Well, it's so it's it's the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth uh, mm-hmm. of March, and is where will it be at? At the venue in Gaston. Okay, all right, the main venue there in Gaston, uh-huh. and um, what's the ticket price? The ticket price is ten dollars for adults and eight dollars for kids. And hey, six and under are free. That's awesome. Let me say this much too. Only we are also in a expo, a fishing expo. We also have seminars that uh, you can find out. Any fisherman can find out all types of information. And so we will be getting the schedule together closer to the show on seminars and daily events. And it's a wonderful family event. It's just not for just fishermen. It's for the whole family. Yeah. And and you see that at these, at these expos that I've been to that are, that are successful in the past, whether it's ICAST or whether it's one of the hunting expos, you know, you see, it's just not the hunter. It's just not the fishermen. It's families that that's how they spend their day. They take a Saturday and they'll Uh spend the day there. And you do, there's opportunity to buy and look at and put your hands on and feel the new the new products that are out there the new rods the the yes. reels that you've heard about that you've wanted to touch and see but the cool thing is, is and you already hit on a little bit is there's stuff that are going to that's going to be there that you don't even know about that you haven't seen yes. before that's maybe not carried in your local tackle shop the but true. are great products yeah so, so that's going to be cool and we've got electronics, Hummingbird, Lawrence. I mean, we've got our boat dealers. I mean, we've got, we've got just about everything that's coming to Alabama. So I want to back up just a minute 
And let's talk, mm-hmm. let's talk about you for a minute. How did you get involved in doing fishing expos? <laughs> well, that's a funny story. 14 years ago, it was approached to me to take over a fishing show that was um, basically going downhill. Uh, the Knoxville show, when I took over, they only had probably about 30 vendors. Uh, they were only about 2,000 people that came through the door. Mm. And my husband said, hey, do you want to take over this? And I said, the only way I'll take over this is if I do it my way. And so at this point, 13 years later, we had over 18,000 people that attended last year. Wow. Uh, I have over 300 vendors. And then during that time, I've always wanted to do to expand and bring a fishing show to states that do not have one. And I've been approached many times from different states. But this year, I mean, COVID put me behind. I was really looking into doing a show in Alabama at that time. And then there were some other things that happened. And so it put me behind. So this year, it was like, okay, Sheila, you know, you need to really do this or quit thinking about it. So I decided, with the help of um, Gaston Tourism, that I would bring the fishing a fishing show to Alabama. And so that's where we're started. <laughs> you know, the most important thing I heard in that? What's that? That you told your husband, let me do it my way, and he said, okay. He's a smart <laughs> man. That's a good husband right there. He knew just to no, get out of the way and let you do this. And, uh, and that it would be successful. So that's, that's great. Well, I well, mean, no, he is really proud of me and oh, um, I bet. he don't, he, he does not question me on anything. Um, when it comes to the fish, he does say, I would not do that. I would not, I would never do your job, Sheila. And, but, um, yes, he is very supportive. My family has been very supportive. Well, I'm going to brag on you a little bit because I know that a, so much planning and so much goes into these shows. And for you to take over a show, an expo that was going downhill, only had 30 vendors and only had 2,000 people come through the door and turn that into 18,000 people with, would you say, 300 vendors? I mean, that's... Over 300, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a lot of work on your part and a lot of planning. <laughs> So hats off to you for what you've been able to do. And, uh, you know, I, I know that Tennessee is a, a huge fishing state as well. I mean, Knoxville's got a lot of great fishing and a lot of good water, but they don't have as much as Alabama. No, they and don't. They don't. And, and, and they don't. And, and, and I would think that that would equal that the chances are they probably don't have as many fishermen and fisher and fishing women as, as Alabama. And, uh, and I could be wrong there. No, no, really, you're not. And you know, you guys got you guys in Alabama have a lot of major lakes major. that a lot of people fish. Yes. And also, let me tell you something about Alabama. Also, that you may not know, but some of your greatest pro fishermen live right there. That's right. Yep. I mean, they really do. They do. They do. We have so many top professionals that live on Gunnersville, on Smith Lake, on Pickwick. Mm-hmm. You know, you fall. Uh, we yeah. we are very blessed, Sheila, to, in this state to have some of the country's top largemouth bass and and crappie fishing that that there is in the country. And yeah, you know, we we've got an abundance of water here, that's for sure. And 
And, I mean, and you, some, do, you don't feel all kinds of fishing. I mean, you got crappie fishing, bass fishing, you got catfishing. I mean, fly fishing, you got a little bit of everything. And so I'm bringing those types of products to the Alabama. That's right. Good, good deal. And so you got, I mean, you, I'm, I'm sure you've been so successful getting all the vendors at the Knoxville show in Tennessee that uh, you're probably not having any trouble getting vendors to sign up for this one. Oh, no, no, actually, I'm not. I mean, I hate to really say this at this point, but probably I'm already sold out of space. Dude, how cool is that? That is a, that's awesome. Well, it's awesome, but then again, it's not because I know that in the next couple of months, I'm going to be contacted by somebody that I really would like to have in the show. Not for me, but for the people that attend the show. Right. Because they have the right, when you attend a show, you want to see all types of products. And so there are going to be some that I have to turn away, and I'm, I'm really going to hate that. But I want to say something about the vendors, too. The vendors that come to these shows, some of them are lead naming people in the industry. Okay? But then you've got your small tackle people that make stuff on the side that you can't get anywhere. And those are the ones that... They need to get their name out there. And small business people mean a, a, a lot to me. Yeah. And their products mean a lot industry, to me. industry, right? And that's where you see a lot of the new innovative products come come out. Isn't all the time through the big name companies that we know, but it's from a guy working out of his house and, you know, a shop that he's had a great idea. And man, there's I can think of several right now that have done that in Alabama and came up with these innovative new products and they've just taken off like crazy and they're growing and growing and growing but unless you come to an expo and see these people and see their products you might not find out about it or or it may be you know a couple years down the road before you do as they continue to grow oh yeah they've been many vendors (laughs) that's a cool thing about coming there to the expo is seeing all these not just the big name companies but but everything under it yeah because you don't never know when they're They've been many vendors that have started out at the fishing or the Knoxville Fishing Show that actually have a big name now. And I know lots and lots of stories. I know one about a guy, and if I mentioned his rod, everybody would know who it is. But they actually started out in a barn, and they are so well known today, it's not even funny. And I met them years ago. And started out in a barn. They started out building a fishing rod in a barn. Yes. I love those stories. I love those <laughs> types of stories. <laughs> I do too. And so, but, you know, we are so excited about coming to Alabama. I mean, it's just like, um, actually, it's like a dream come true for me. Yeah. But not only for me, but the people that's coming to the show, they are so excited. I mean, the vendors that's coming to the show because they realize that uh, Alabama didn't have anything like this. And we're, it's not just me, but it's me and the vendors. We're supplying everybody down there with a awesome show that we can possibly put on. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. That's good stuff. Well, is there a website where people can go get more information on this? Oh, yeah. It's www.alabamafishingshowandexpo.com. Okay, alabamafishingshow.com. Uh-huh. And we have a Facebook page that we really promote a lot of the vendors and tell people about what's going on. And that's also going to be under Alabama Fishing Show? 
Facebook page? Yes. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Sheila, you're going to have to let me come up there and, and do a live, do a podcast from, from sitting right there. Well, I would love for you to. You need to come awesome. to the, the obstacle show and then you need to, you need to just follow me around. You need to just go to the Knoxville show and then come to the Alabama show. That's what I need to do. I'm, I'm going to go on tour yeah, with is. you, me and you, we got this. <laughs> hey, I think that's a great idea. Really? I mean, seriously, but you yeah, don't run fast. No, I think, I think it would be a great idea because I would love to, you know, you're going to know all the vendors there and you're, you're going to kind of know, you know, Hey, this is a really interesting thing right here that this guy started and, and man, let's get him on the podcast. Let's talk about how he came up with the idea and how he's growing and how to fish it and all these different kind of things. So I think that, yeah, let's stay in touch, uh, for sure. And, uh, before the show and man, I can, I can record some stuff, uh, right there from the expo. That'd be really cool. No, you, you would really have a lot of fun. Do you know, I mean, it's like, I've got, um, I, I honestly have vendors that have uh, products that people have never seen before. And it is amazing. I mean, I've got this guy right now that he does, um, it's called a, a mega, mega steps. And it's actually for people that maybe older trying to get in their boat. Oh. I've got a guy that's, um, that does, um, that I've got some vendors that's uh, doing some new boats that's coming out in 2023. I've got some guys that's doing uh, new fishing rods that's going to be introduced at the fishing show. That's It's really amazing. That's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it, guys. If you're listening, put it down in your calendar, March 10th, 11th, and 12th. And look for me because I'll be there. And look for Sheila because I know she'll be there. And uh, maybe... <laughs> Hey, we'll get you, we'll, we we make you get some of these people, uh, some of our listeners on the on the show as well. But uh, Sheila, thank you for your time. I greatly appreciate you being on here. I wish you nothing but success, and I already know it's going to be a successful show, uh, and and it's going to be one that's going to be repeated year after year, and and do nothing but continue to grow. So your challenge of selling out the space is not something that's going to end this year. I don't believe it's just going to get bigger and bigger. So you're starting off with a bang. Yeah, man, it's, it's going to be a good time. So put it on your calendar guys. Sheila, thank you so much for, for joining us today. And uh, we'll have you back on again soon and, and get an update. All right. That sounds good. Thank you, Brian. All right. Thank you. All right, guys, let's take a couple of minutes and hear from some of this week's sponsors. This segment was brought to you by Fish Bites. For more than 20 years, anglers everywhere have come to know one thing, that nothing says no to Fish Bites. We are the Fish Bites Nation, and this is your invitation. So grab some Fish Bites and get busy casting, because you can't join the nation without doing the catching. Ask for Fish Bites or Fish Club Lures, or visit fishbites.com. And brought to you by Hilton's Real-Time Navigator. The days of heading out and blindly looking for good fishing areas pretty much over. Don't waste time and money on fuel searching for fish. You need the most recent, highest resolution images to not only know where to go, but where not to go. The knowledge provided by today's technology is critical when planning an offshore fishing trip. Make the choice that the professional captains all over the Gulf of Mexico make and choose Hilton's Real-Time Navigator. The easy-to-use interface and excellent customer service will have you on the fish every time you go. 
Check it out at hiltonsoffshore.com. Also brought to you by Baker's Metalworks and Dixie Supply. Baker Metalworks and Dixie Supply offer numerous items to help you get your project done right the first time. They carry a variety of different panel profiles in your choice of colors and gauges with all the matching trim and accessories. They also offer a full line of hardware items and post-frame building designs. Their friendly and knowledgeable sales representatives are always willing to help answer any questions or concerns you may have. Contact them with any questions or get a free estimate today. Baker's Metalworks and DC Supply, your metal roofing headquarters. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Y'all be sure and be putting that on your calendar like we talked about for the 10th, 11th, and 12th of March for the first outdoor fishing expo uh, in Alabama right there in Gaston. So everybody uh, be ready for that. Hey, let's talk about fishing. We've talked about another stuff. Let's talk. I want to know what the fish are doing out there right now. And ain't nobody better to talk to on the Tennessee River than my buddy Tracy Umber. What's going on, Tracy? Hey, it's going good, Brian. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Happy New Year, brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Happy New Year to y'all. Yes, sir. Well, I, I've been looking forward to getting you on here this week. You know, we've we've taken a few weeks off, and man, we've gotten away from hearing about the uh, fishing activity around the state and man i'm i'm uh i'm looking forward to hear what these fish are doing in uh in this cold weather well i say cold it ain't cold today and la- yesterday but it's been cold yeah it has been real cold especially in north alabama uh last week and week before last uh but you know i'd, I'd been stuck in the house quite a bit during that sure enough cold weather and uh, Mondays a week ago it, it tried snowing up there at the house and i said i'm gonna go fishing in the snow and I did, and uh, boy, it, it's been good ever since. That's awesome, and, and on the crappie, right? On the crappie, yep, yep. I've I've put my live bait stuff up, and uh, I've got my live scope cleaned off, double chairs up front, and we're ready to go catch some crappie. Nice man, nice. Well, it, it sounds like you're catching them. Done pretty good, pretty good in the snow. I think I had 26 keepers uh, in about two and a half hours. Followed that up last Saturday. I was down there around seven o'clock, and by nine thirty, I had my thirty fish limit and was back home watching the bowl games at eleven o'clock. So, so you had your limit two hours or less than two hours. Two hours, yeah. It's been it's been really good. Uh, now here's where here's where it gets crazy. Uh, you would think with the water or the air temps being in the single digits and down next to nothing that these fish are buried up in the mud in 25, 30 foot of water. Yeah. They are in 25 foot. They were in 25 foot of water. The water temp was 40 degrees, 38 to 40, right? according to which day. The first day it was 38, and then by the weekend it warmed up 40, 41. Uh, and I say warmed up, that's still not very warm. These fish were anywhere from six foot deep to 10 foot deep in 25 foot of water. And I'm talking right for the picking. They were, they were suspended that high. They were in 25 they foot were, of water, but they were six to 10 foot. They were. There was a few down deep, but those fish that were deep, you could not make them bite. Or I couldn't make them bite, not with a jig. But now if you saw one sitting up there in that six to eight foot range... Oh, if he was just sitting there and not run, run, not running, 
you could nine times out of ten say, I'm going to catch that fish. You pitch at uh, Grenada Lake Tackles, six, I, was, I started out using sixteenth uh, ounce jig heads because the wind was blowing a little bit in the snow. And then the, the second day I went, the wind was calm, and they were up even a little higher. Some of them were up at four foot. So I backed off to a 32nd ounce jig head just because a 16th is so hard to keep in that six-foot range without just burning it by them. Right. So you had to slow you slow your roll down a little bit, but as long as you kept it right there above them, ah, they would whack it. So are they still uh, stacked up? Are they? Is is that still how you're catching them now? I am. They're uh, they're not so much stacked up. You might find four, five, six in a group, and if you find a group like that, you're going to catch two or three of them at least. I mean, the first one's going to come out of our charger. Uh, and I mean, you're looking at the live scope and you're watching the whole whole shooting match play out. And uh, if you catch them in a group, you're going to catch at least two of them. Uh, a lot of times when they bust up, you can chase them off and uh, individually and catch the ones. Uh, but a lot of the fish are not grouped up. They're they're just roaming. Uh, we went uh, Monday, and if you saw one that looked like a piece of paper just floating in the water. He was coming in the boat, but now a lot of them were roaming and you just, you might have to chase them down 30 or 40 yards and then they'd stop. And once they stop, you could catch them. So. Well, and, and, and Tracy back up a little and, and for, for people who may not be familiar with the way that you crop your fish, when you say run them down, you, you literally mean run them down. I See? literally mean put, put the trolling motor on six or seven and follow them, chase them down. A lot of times they're moving that fast, and once they stop, you'll coast up to them and catch them. <laughs> so you literally so, take your live scope and you find, you identify a crappie. Yes, sir. And you fish for that fish. That fish. I never make a cast without seeing a fish on the screen because there's no sense in it. If you don't see a fish on the screen, guess what? He ain't there. There ain't no fish there. That's exactly right. Uh, a lot of people call the live scope cheating. Uh, it's not cheating. You know, back 40 years ago when the paper graphs come out, man, that's cheating. No, it's not. It's just an evolution of, of fishing oh, equipment. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just gets better and better and better. Where the end is, eh, I don't know. Uh, but, I, one day. We'll, we'll learn it and, and, and use oh, we'll, it. We'll learn We'll we'll spend the money and buy it. Uh, you know, uh, I, I went without live scope for about two years. I said I'm not going to do it. And once I finally broke down and done it, because a lot of my guide buddies and and you met one of them, Big Tim over at, uh, at Sardis, Mississippi, and uh, Patrick Stone with Grenada Lake Tackle. There, they they went all in right off the bat. And uh, I think how productive it is. And there's there's not many times you can go out there this time of year and get your limit in two hours or three hours or five hours. How do you know if you're looking at a crappie or a brim or a catfish or I mean, how can you with that live scope well, first, you can identify the fish? Crappie look like your thumbnail on the screen. They really do. Uh, at a distance, it's it looks like a line up and down. Uh, you learn uh, the size of them. Now, brim probably looks just like a crappie, other than it's too small to even be fooling with. 
I, I see a bunch of fish that I don't even cast to because I know they're small fish. Uh, I run my unit with my grid on, uh, and most of the time the grid boxes are five foot boxes by two foot boxes. So, you know, an average crappie is probably about eight, nine inches tall, you know, from the, uh, uh, belly up to the, to the fins. A good crappie is 12 inches long. So, you know, if you if you look on the screen like those shad when when you come up live bait fishing with us, yep. and you saw the, you saw the shad and there was like twenty in that little grid, you knew you couldn't fit twenty crappie in that one grid. So those were shad. Same way with crappie, you go after the bigger images on your screen. I don't know if you can post up videos on your site, but I'll send you a video of one that we caught the other day. If you can post it up, that'd be great. Customer pitched out to a fish that was at six foot top, six foot deep. That fish swam out of the out of the screen or out of the cone angle of the transducer. And I followed him a little bit, but when I when I lost the jig and the fish, I knew we weren't gonna catch the fish. So I zoomed back in on the jig. And when I did, I saw a fish deep and I told him, I said, open your bell, open your bell, let it go. He let it fall down on top of this fish at 17, 18 foot, I think it was. And the fish hit. Well, he missed it. Well, the jig came straight up. Well, when it came up, I told him, I said, open your bell, open your bell, drop it. Well, he dropped it right back down there. The fish turned and charged it, and he caught it on the second hit. I mean, that's how accurate these things are. That's uh, crazy. It's unbelievable. That is really cool. It is. That uh, is really cool. Uh, like I said, right now, if you're you're looking to fish in you know, 25, 30 foot of water and think that they're down there in the mud or on the bottom. If Even if you don't have live scope, don't be scared to try a little shallower. I fished in some of the timber and uh, those fish are not that bad deep, eight, 10 foot deep. So I'm not sure why they're up there. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, my next question. I was going to ask you, are you seen a bunch of bait fish up there? Is that why they're there? I would assume that would be why they're there or uh, is I tell you on the bait fish deal, when I see a bunch of bait fish, when I'm crappie fishing, especially with live scope, I try to get out of the area. It's hard to compete with a real live shad. Yeah. Uh, it really, it really is. Uh, you'll catch one every now and then, but the reason you do is because you have put that bait in the absolute perfect position. It is the absolute perfect color that what he's looking for that day. And that's the only reason you're catching it. If your color's wrong, you're not going to catch them if he's sitting under a ball of shad. Very rarely will you catch them. So I get away from them, try to find the open water fish that are actually out there looking for that ball of shad or looking for that one bait. And those are the easy ones to catch. So you get out there with your live scope, you got your trolling motor down, and you're just cruising in areas where you know crappie are supposed to be. Yes, sir. What I'll do, start with, I'll set my live scope at 75 foot. I'm looking 75 foot all out, panning around. And if I see one at 50 foot, I'm headed toward that fish. And when I get to within 40 foot, I'm letting off of the trolling motor and I'm dialing my unit back in as I coast up to him. And I'll get down to where my unit's looking 30 foot. And I want that fish to be in the 20 foot range when I throw to him uh, because I'm going to throw it 25 to 28 feet 
And I tell all of my customers, if you're going to be fishing with a live scope, you need to learn to throw your jig 28 feet and hit a five-gallon bucket with it. If you can't do that, you're going to miss out on a lot of quality fish. You're going to be disappointed and disgruntled half the day. Learn to pitch a jig. I don't care how you throw it. If it's with a Zebco 33 or if it's with a $300 uh, Daiwa Tatua, learn to throw your jig 28 to 30 feet and hit a five-gallon bucket. That's really how accurate you need to be. Jeez. The other thing that I love about the way that you fish, I think you told me, it's probably been a year or so since you told me this, but if I remember correctly, you said it'd been like two or three years since you'd been hung up and lost a little bait. <laughs> I've got a jig head tied on right now, and this is not knocking the Grenada Lake tackle jig heads because their jig heads are the best I have ever used. They run the truest. Uh, the paint on them is great, but I have got one now that has the paint beat off of both sides of it. And the only reason I'm going to change it is when they quit hitting it because the pink is gone and I'll be, I'll straight up. I use pink 90% of the time. Is it uh, just a straight up jig or has it got a spinner on it? It's, it's a, uh, it's an underspin. It's a round head underspin, uh, jig. They sell them in, uh, one thirty seconds, sixteenths, eighths and quarters. I just placed an order for 30 seconds, sixteenths and eighths. I don't use a quarter very, very rarely will I use a quarter, but I've it's got big, one just yeah. in case. Uh, during the summer, when the water gets bad, clear, and, the, and hot, those fish will go down, and I will have to fish deep. Uh, I don't like it, but I'll have to, and I'll use a quarter ounce. But right now, normally, a 30 seconds or a 16th, is, it's on four of my poles. i got two of each. But I've got one that's literally got the paint. Yeah, it seems like, you know, I, I, I always think of crappie fishing this in, in the winter as being a, a deep water bite, you know, 20, like you said, 25 foot of water. And they're, and like you said, there, there, there's some down there too, but they're, they're not biting as good. But is it normal for you this time of year to see those fish suspended like they are now? Or is this kind of... This is the first year I've seen them as many fish as I've seen suspended uh, this shallow. Last year during February and March, yes, I, I, that's yeah. where I was catching them. Uh, but New Year's Eve day, to, to catch a crappie at, at four foot, I caught one at four foot deep. And yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, and like I said, the water temp's cold enough that they shouldn't be that shallow, in right. my opinion. Uh, the bait fish that I do see is down there around eight to 10 foot deep. Who knows, man? Crazy. It's crazy. That's what makes y'all, that's what makes you guys good at what you do, man. It's because even when they're not where they're supposed to be, y'all know how to find them. That's part of a guide's job is to go out when it is snowing or when it's raining. And, and, you know, you can't just want to be a guide and, and go fishing one day and think oh yeah i caught them today well you got to do it year round you know right. you've got to stay with the fish and follow the fish uh, it, it makes it a lot easier uh sure does huh? well, sure I, does, but, that's uh, awesome man well you know if, if somebody was going to come up there and uh and fish tennessee river uh pickwick wherever what would your tip of the day be for this weekend Whew, tip of the day 
I tell you, the majority of the fish I've been catching, well, all of the fish I've caught have been on a pink spinnerhead. It's a willow leaf blade spinnerhead from Grenada Lake Tackle Company. And all of the fish I have caught this year have been on a Charlie Brewer slider. Uh, the grub has been phenomenal. Uh, it always is. But for this year, the grub seems to have been the the ticket. I've tried some other stuff. I'm not sponsored by Charlie Brewer. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, but when something works, you tell people about it, you know, or yeah. I do, yeah. uh, uh, and those are, they're good people too. So, uh, but the, the Charlie Brewer, uh, and I don't even mind telling you the motor oil has been very good. The, uh, opaque, uh, pink, uh, I forget what the name of it is, but it's a pink clear, with glitter in it and a chartreuse tail on it. That has been, and that's another thing that's got me. I, I don't understand this one either. I know I'm rambling now, but the first day I went snowing, overcast, uh, cloudy, dark, dreary days, you're supposed to throw a dark colored, black, blue, dark, black, blue jig. I threw that. I could not get bit on dark, black, and blue that day. I picked up that pink and with uh, glitter in it. They wore it out. I go back the following Saturday, bright, sunshiny day, slick, calm. You're supposed to throw that pink one. They would not touch that pink one. I guess I had to throw uh, the motor oil, which is a dark olive green uh, red flake, sort of like a watermelon flake worm, uh, but it was a grub, and they wore it out. So it was just as totally backwards as, as it could be. And, uh, but I guess if they're up there where they shouldn't be, they'll do different stuff than what they should do. So, <laughs> absolutely. So, absolutely. Don't, don't, uh, I guess one of my, one of my tips of, to, of many today would be don't get caught up in, in this color thing where bright colors, bright day or dreary colors on dreary days. That has proven, been proven this last two weeks is to be not so. So. Yeah, so switch it, switch them up. If you're not catching them on something, switch your colors. If you're, if you're out there even in that deep water, don't be scared to fish. If you're not catching them at twenty twenty five foot, work your way up a little bit. And try try them a little bit shallower too. Don't be scared to 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 play with the depth. It sounds like this time of year. Exactly, exactly. It's uh, and if you've gotten if you've got live scope, they follow it all the way to the boat four times. Change colors. That's all it is. Uh, change colors. That's a great tip right there as well. Well, Tracy, man, if somebody wants to book a trip with you, obviously you own the fish right now. I mean, catching your limit, being back at the house at nine thirty sounds like a pretty sweet deal. What's the best way for somebody to reach out and contact you, brother? It's uh, you can get on Facebook. Uh, I've got a uh, my fishing page there, Tracy Umber Fishing. Uh, my regular page just Tracy Umber H U M B E R. Or my cell is six six two. Five seven four zero six four nine. I'm also offering some some live scope trips this year. Single person live scope trips. If you've just recently bought a live scope and you want to learn it, give me a call. We'll we'll work out a deal. I've got one Saturday that I'm going on. The guy's bringing his boat. I'm taking my boat. We're going to spot lock my boat and we're going to fish out of his boat. And our setups are a little different, so I'm going to show him the benefits of mine. And we'll find the benefits of his. Well, even if you don't have, even if you've had it a little while and you're just not, 
not maybe not confident with it or just want to learn a new way to to use it you know we talk about that there's very few weeks on this show that we don't talk about electronics and 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 live scope and how so many people have top dollar equipment but really don't haven't been educated to use it to the, the best of its ability right 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 not taking full advantage of it I've noticed a lot of people are really overthinking it. Once I've got mine set, the only thing I change is the in and out forward forward distance. And that's about it. Yeah. You know, once you get it there, you're in good shape. And I don't mind helping people get their electronics right. There so. you go, man. Well, y'all, if you want to book a trip to catch some crappie this winter or this coming spring, reach out, call Tracy. He's always on fish up there at Pickwick, I guarantee you. And and if you if you need some help with your electronics or just want to learn uh how he's using it to catch that limit, man, give him a call. Uh he'll be more than happy to 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 take you out. Tracy man, always love having you on, brother. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate you calling. All right, man. Talk to you again soon. All right. Bye bye. All right, bye. All right, guys, let's take a few minutes and hear from some more of this week's sponsors. This segment was brought to you by L&M Marine has something for everyone from small hunting boats, pontoon boats to bigger bay boats, offshore boats, and hybrids. L&M Marine LLC prides itself on its customer service and knows how important it is to be taken care of and to have someone you can trust. They are locally owned and regularly support the community. L&M Marine provides superior customer service and has an entire team that consists of professional sales members, financial experts, service technicians, and a knowledgeable parts and accessory staff to support you. Go visit their friendly, reliable, and experienced staff now locally owned six miles north of I-10 on 34600 Highway 59 in Stapleton, Alabama, or call 251-937-1380. And brought to you by Mallard Bay Outdoors. MallardBay.com is the Airbnb-style marketplace for discovering and booking your next guided hunting and fishing adventures. The Mallard Bay platform was built by sportsmen for sportsmen. Their mission is to help expand access to affordable and successful hunting by connecting you with verified outfitters across the U.S. You can browse trips and prices by state or species, select the dates you'd like to go, message outfitters, and secure your dates all from one platform, MallardBay.com. Not sure where you want to go yet? Reach out on Instagram or Facebook, and they can help you find your dream hunt. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Great segment with Tracy, as always. Sounds like he is on the crappie, and they are, oh, man, sounds like he's catching a bunch of fish up there on the Tennessee River in Pickwick. So get up there and uh, chase some of those crappie. But, hey, the next guest, segment three, I've been looking forward to having him back on. Uh, This is usually the time of year the things get really good and start looking forward to these giant stripe uh and man nobody better to talk about that with than my man uh david Hare on lake martin what's going on david oh everything's going good how about you brian i'm doing good man doing good back in the grind it's a new year it is it is i uh i'm ready for 2023 yes Glad that little cold spell's behind us uh, that we had a few days ago. Boy, that got a little brutal, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it got brutal. I, I tell you what, make you not want to open the door. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I was telling somebody else and uh, the other day. I I would. Uh, I I don't think I'd have been wanting to go fishing in that. It, it, at 10, 12 degrees with the wind blowing, that'd be a little rough. That's right. I uh, I had a few cancellations during that time, as I expected I would. And uh, they'd say, uh, I hate to do this. I said, let me go ahead and interrupt. I <laughs> said, you are not going to upset me if you called to cancel during this cold spell. <laughs> no way. Uh, you wasn't mad about it. That's great, man. No. Well. Hey, I, I know that, uh, I know you catching fish. I want to hear about some giant strike. Yeah. We hadn't gotten on any great big ones, uh, yet, but this is the month that we'll start catching a few, few of the bigger ones. And of course, you know, the later it gets in the winter and early spring, the bigger they'll get and the more we'll catch, but we're catching a lot of numbers right now. I mean, this. It's been an excellent fall, late fall and early winter as far as numbers. And, uh, you know, we're, we're catching anywhere from 20 to 50 per boat per trip. And they're, they're weighing anywhere from three to four pounds to 10 pounds, which is a lot of fun. And I've had a lot of kids on the boat this winter and, uh, real young kids and they have absolutely been having a blast with these fish their parents have been happy and the grandparents are happy and a happy clients makes a happy captain man and how fun is that to take a kid out that's maybe maybe hadn't been a lot and just getting introduced kind of to fishing and put them on a put them in a boat where you catch 30 40 50 stripes that you know, four to 10 pound range and, and possibly bigger. That's a fun, that's a fun day. That is a awesome, awesome fun day. And, uh, I mean, these adults and kids, you know, they hadn't even been able to sit down. It's, it's just been that good and that busy of a trip. Uh, the, the bite's just been terrific. And, uh, if anybody wants to watch some of the videos, they can go on my, facebook page and watch the videos of all these kids doing it by themselves and i mean i'm talking about five six seven eight year old kids fighting these fish and and just i mean nothing but smiles you just wear wearing them young men them youngins out that's for sure well oh, when, yeah. right now this time of year i mean are 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 y'all fishing deep still right now we are. We are. I'm catching these fish anywhere from 35 to 70 feet deep, you know, and, and I know that's a wide range, but that's just how wide a range they've been, you know. I mean, every day is a little different. Each school is a little different in depth. And uh, and so when people say, well, that's a wide range, you're not zeroing in <laughs> too good for it. And I said, I'm just telling you the truth. I mean, if you don't search you know several different depths of the water you know you might be overlooking a lot of fish well yeah when you tell them that they think you're pulling their leg and just don't want to really tell them what you're doing right but yeah that's that's exactly what they think but uh but i mean i'm living proof of it and all my guides are too i mean we'll call each other or holler at each other on the radio and and uh, i'll say well uh, y'all on fish yeah we're on fish we're we're over here in 48 feet 
And I, they say, are you on fish? Yeah, I'm on fish. I'm uh, Right now, I'm in 75 foot of water, and I'm catching them 65 foot deep. I mean, it's it's just a lot of variant. Just a lot of fish right now. You know, a lot, a lot of, of scoop. Yeah, and, and, but you know, just like in, in our last segment, right before you, we, we were talking about crappie fishing with Tracy Humber up on Pickwick, and, and he was talking about the same thing. He's like, you know, everybody expects these fish to be at a certain depth this time of year and, you know, a consistent depth, you know, whether that's 20, 25 feet or with the stripes, you know, 50, 60, right. 70 feet. But I can, but same thing with him. He was he was like, man, I'm, I I caught fish the other day at four feet and been consistently catching them at, you know, eight, 10, 12 feet. It's right. sitting in 25 foot of water. So you just, like you said, right, for whatever reason, this time of year, for what it's one day they want, you know, they can be in all different ranges of that water column. That, that's right. And uh, like, for instance, this was after Christmas. Okay. So, and I can't remember exactly what day but it was after christmas uh i had four boats out and one boat i mean he he uh got on some real nice fish planer boarding in some 14 foot water and we're and we're down you know further on down the lake catching fish 60 foot deep so you know tell me you know you know we're fishing deep and catching and he's fishing shallow and catching so that tells me they're doing a little bit of everything well the good thing about that that i'm hearing is there's a whole lot of fish to catch there he isn't which i you know i've told you this time after time i love winter winter fishing i love i i like for the clients to stay busy catch some real nice fish and and catch a lot of them and it just you know just it just makes for a good day and and it sort of makes you forget that it could be a little cool out there when you're catching fish you sort of forget about that weather being a little cold don't you that's exactly right same way with deer hunting right if you're sitting in the tree stand and ain't seeing nothing it gets cold quick but if you're seeing deer you kind of forget about it a little bit it makes it more tolerable that, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and you, you were talking about crappie. I've, you know, I've been hearing the crappie guides here on, on this lake. You know, they're telling me that, that uh, they're catching crappie and catching some stripers around with their crappie, you know, running in, in, in and catching bass. You know, I think everybody's just catching fish right now. Yeah, it sounds like it. That's what I'm hearing. That's, that's a, it's a good time of the year. It's, if you, you, and and you know, like like the last couple of days, man, it's felt great outside. So it's not always. That's one thing about Alabama. It's not like some of these mid- midwestern states where every day is cold in the winter. Some are just worse than others. But at least here we get some relief from that some days. And man, it can still be pleasurable to get out there. How what, how's the? Uh, is there still a lot of, of blueback herring? Is it seem like? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I haven't been seeing real big blueback herring you know all the herring that i've been seeing now for just about a solid year are real small but it doesn't matter if you catch a bass or a striper right now or even a catfish you know we'll catch catfish every once in a while mixed in with these stripers but uh you pull any fish over in the boat right now and drop him on the floor and he is just absolutely just throwing up herring everywhere about the length of your fingernail 
I mean, just little bitty stuff. Like that's like literally the length of your fingernail that small. Yeah. Yes. That small. Wow. I'm, I mean, it, it, I mean, I'm talking about minute size bait. Dang, that is small. So when you're fishing and catching these fish right now, are you fishing with smaller baits? I, I, I try to use smaller baits and, uh, try to use smaller baits and, you know, do some spooning on them and, and this, that, and the other. But now don't get me wrong. They'll, they'll hit some bigger size shad or some bigger size live bait. But I mean, there's zero in right now on, on real small, real small herring. I mean, How big do those herring get? Well, no, I'm not an expert on them by no means, but but I think they're about the same as gizzard shad. They'll just keep growing, you know. I know a few years ago, I mean, we saw some real big ones in the lake schooling together. But about the last year, they, they've they been real small. But, yeah, I think a herring will get up to, you know, one to two pounds. Yeah, get pretty good size. Well, I hope yes, they keep sir. doing well there because it's, it's definitely good for the lake. The bass fishermen talk about it all the time there at Lake Martin and, and it seems like everywhere that you have a, a good hatch of herring, a good spawn, good, good, you know, schools of them that, that you, you start seeing bigger weights on, on your other fish. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, uh, and the old saying goes, those herring are deep water, uh, baits. And, and it's definitely a good example is when I told you that one of my boats was catching fish the other day in some 14-foot water. Uh, he was catching a lot longer fish than we were, you know, as far as lengthwise. We were catching shorter fish, 18 to 22 to 24-inch fish, but ours were fat. And he was catching, you know, 22 to 30-inch fish, and his were skinny he said, what's, what's that about? And I said, I'll tell you what it's about. There ain't no bait where they're at. I said, all these uh, herring are down here in this deep water, and these fish down here have plenty to eat. And where you're fishing in 14 foot of water, those herring's not there right now, and they ain't got nothing to eat. Ain't that something? Yeah. You would think that they would move to where the bait was, right? But I guess when, right. in a lake that big, and you got so many different areas, I mean, there's only so far those fish are going to travel. Right. Yeah, that's right. that's in, that's very interesting. So what? I know January. You know, I know you love wintertime fishing, and 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 y'all are catching tons of numbers right now. What time of the year do you look for? I know January, you said, I think January, February, you start looking for, I mean, the numbers will stay good, but you'll start seeing some bigger fish in there as well. Correct. I was looking back at in my photos today, uh, looking at fish that we caught last January, and we caught a lot of big trophy fish last January. And uh, if I remember right, the dates on the first ones we started catching last January was around January the 11th. We started getting on some 20 plus pound fish. Now I have to have the right clients in the boat to go looking for those fish because you're not going to catch as many and you're not going to get as many bites. But I do have a lot of clients that that's what they want to go after. But if they're just, you know, wanting to have just a lot of fun and a lot of action, we're going to be looking for, you know, what what we all call schoolies, you know, that you can just go catch a whole bunch of and 
have a lot of fish in the boat and a lot of good eating fish. And, and, uh, but if we're going for big fish, you know, that's, that's what we're going after. And we're not going to catch as many, but we're going to get some better quality fish. Do the bigger fish, are they just, do they just not school up the same as the smaller fish? No, 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 no. I've, I've always said from 20 pounds up, those fish are going to be sort of loners. They might be in the same area as the smaller fish, but they're going to move in for a kill and then get back off to the side. They're not going to be schooled up together like your smaller fish. So you just got to target them and identify them on your electronics, and that's and specifically fish for those fish. Correct, because we're fishing for them a different way and, and possibly different size baits, you know, for sure. them. Uh, and so it, you just can't do, you can't do both at the same time, you know. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like you got to go after, a, like you said, a good day of a lot of action and put a ton of fish in the boat or or go after or, or go for these bigger fish where, you know, a lot less action, but the possibility of catching some, you know, 20 plus pound fish. And both ways are great. And both ways are exciting. Both ways are great. Oh, very, very exciting. I mean, I've been fishing for stripers for 43 years on Lake Martin and I promise you, I get just as excited catching 20 small fish as I do one big fish, you know. But it all depends on my group because I, when the group's excited, I'm excited. And you want to make everybody happy and, and you want that bite. And from here and until July the 1st, you never know what's going to be on the end of that hook because these bigger fish are fixing to start getting turned on, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, good. It's a great time. Sounds like a great time of the year to, to book a trip with you. And, uh, especially it's going to do nothing but get better as we move further into the year, closer to the spring. So what's the best way somebody to reach out to you and book a trip with you, David? The best way to get me is uh, shoot me a text at 256-401-3089. And, of course, if you didn't have time to write that number down, just, you know, just uh, Google Ellet City Guys Service Lake Martin, or you can email me. And if you Google me, it'll have all my contact information on there. Good stuff, man. Well, David, I always appreciate you being on, brother. And uh, I know you always got some good stuff to talk about. So, hey, happy 2023. And uh, keep yes, catching sir. them, man. We'll have you back on again soon. Sounds good. Happy New Year. All right, buddy. Take care. All right. Thank you. All right, guys. Let's take a few more minutes and hear from a few more of this week's sponsors. This segment was brought to you by MB Ranch King Hunting Blinds and Feeders are built to last right here in the USA. With durability and convenience in mind, MB Ranch King's maintenance-free blinds are built and constructed with high-grade steel and come in a variety of sizes to meet any hunter's needs. We also offer high-quality, easy-to-use corn and protein feeders that can be filled with both feet on the ground. Call Kevin today for more information or get a quote at 205-807-2937. MB Ranch King, built in the pursuit of perfection. Also brought to you by... 
The all-new Alabama Fishing Show is coming to Gaston, Alabama at the venue at Coosa Landing on George Wallace Drive, March the 10th through the 12th. The only true fishing show in Alabama, featuring all things fresh and salt water. If you fish, don't miss the latest fishing gear, equipment, apparel, custom tackle, lures, rods and reels, and electronics, and guides. March the 10th through the 12th, $10 for adults, $8 for kids, 5 and under are free, Tickets are available online or at the door. Free parking. Learn more at alabamafishingshow.com. We hope to see you there. All right, guys. Welcome back to the show. Hey, great first show to kick off 2023. Really appreciate all you guys who consistently listen to the show. 2022 was a great year. We've grown a lot. I hope everybody's enjoying listening to the show as much as I'm enjoying bringing it to you but 2023 just looking for some great things we've got tons of new guests that have been constantly added to the show got some cool things coming up to talk about throughout the first part of this year so as always we appreciate you guys and man take the time to subscribe rate leave us a review wherever you listen and if you'd like us to email you the show all you have to do is text the word fishing and we'll email you the show each and every week we make it easy for you all right guys appreciate y'all listening happy 2023 and uh, we'll talk to y'all next week see you this week's alabama freshwater fishing report was brought to you by united bank united bank supports our farmers with financial products and services designed specifically for agribusiness United Bank is building stronger communities every day. Learn more at unitedbank.com. All loans subject to credit approval, equal housing opportunity lender, member FDIC. And by northalabama.org. Are you looking for a real adventure? Whether you're experienced or just a weekend angler looking to land the big one, North Alabama is the place to go for your next fishing expedition. For more information, visit www northalabama.org and click on plan to download a North Alabama fishing guide. Also brought to you by Southeastern Pond Management. If you want to grow big fish or healthier fish or just get your lake in better shape, call Southeastern Pond Management. You can call Norman Latona. Check them out on sepond.com. And by Killer Dock. Killer Dock combines durability, function, and design to uniquely upgrade your entire dock experience. Visit KillerDock.com to check out the greatest fish cleaning station known to mankind. And by Bucks Island. Bucks Island has been in business since 1948 for all of your new and used boat needs as well as motor sales and services, and now they have a pro-level tackle store. Boat and motor trade-ins are welcome. Visit them online at bucksislands.com or give them a call at 256-442-2588. And Votonis Defense is proud to offer the PD Pro line of night vision systems. These ultralight night vision systems deliver the cleanest image, best resolution, best overall performance and function of any night vision system available. Votonis Defense, masters of darkness. And by OutdoorAlabama.com. That's where I learned the basics of how to hunt fish, including what's in season and which license to buy. Learn more at OutdoorAlabama.com. Go hunt, go fish, get outdoors. This message was brought to you by the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. And by 